All right. So conversation real quick. Have you seen this video, George? Yeah. This is insane. This monkey straight up <laughs> on a scooter just starts trying to steal this toddler. Poor thing. I mean, look at him. Boom. Just snap. I... The thing I can't believe is how strong that monkey is. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> For uh those who uh, are not watching this, basically, there was a video that came out with this monkey on this little scooter, drives in, snatches up a toddler, and starts to try to drag this toddler away with it. It's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I, I remember seeing it, and I'm just... I don't know whether to laugh or be scared. Yeah, it's a combination of both. Like, funny, like, at quick glance, but you're like, man, I, maybe people are kidnapping kids through, through some monkeys. Like, like there's some <laughs> weird stuff going on. And, and it's not like the kid was alone either. The kid was with people. And yeah, it makes me think maybe it was a, I don't know, crazy monkey that the neighborhood knows maybe. Because everybody kind of, it looked like nobody was worried. It, like, right. seen that before? I don't know. Or maybe it's just a common thing for monkeys to grab little toddlers and start dragging them off. I yeah, mean, that yeah, which is a weird norm to have. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh yeah, that happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs> oh, that that was just our little buddy George, yeah. you know, causing mischief again. You know, poor kid. That's probably hurt though because he dragged her across the floor. Yeah, and then that was concrete too. Oof. Not smooth or anything. Yeah, so yeah, that was interesting. That's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. I, I'm just going to choose to laugh at it since, you know, the monkey didn't get away with taking the kid. Just can't do can't really do much else. But I, I do I do find it interesting though. I mean, they're recording. You know, it's like obvious re, you know obvious recording. I don't see why they would just, you know, focus the way they did because they they start you know watching the video starts watching the monkey as soon as it's in focus it's on it and records the entire thing So welcome to the Nerd and Geek Section podcast. Uh, I'm here, as always, with George, my good buddy. How you doing? Another day in paradise, man. Thanks yeah. for having me. I know on, on the last podcast, you know, technically we did just like an hour or so ago. We just we were we were already into a rant, so we didn't really introduce at all whatsoever. Yeah, we just went right in there. That's okay. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I just uh before we get into our main subject, uh I just want to bring up New Mutants real quick. It again has another release date, hopefully. This is like New Mutants. I'm not sure if I haven't heard of that. Well, okay. 
New Mutants kind of got put into both production hell and release hell because when it was to be released, Disney and Fox were, you know, negotiating that merger and both New Mutants and Dark Phoenix were kind of both affected by the merger in a way. Okay. Um, but so New Mutants had a release date, then it was canceled because of the merger, then it got another release date, then it was canceled, and then Disney gave it a release date, and then because of COVID, it got canceled. And now, supposedly, it has a release date of August 28th, 2020. Yep. So to me, to me, I can't wait for this to happen because this is like almost kind of like a horror take on the marvel universe okay via fox so to speak okay um it looks really cool i i know a lot of people are kind of already giving it poor reviews and such but i'm excited about this one um, Man, i mean i just read the premise this sounds interesting I mean, the, the latest trailer that I saw for it, I mean, it looked amazing. We'll have to see it. Maybe that's something we could do at some point. Look at those trailers and react to them. Yeah. But that was cool. Yeah. I Like I said, uh, th- this, I, I, I'm looking forward to this one. This looks freaky and it looks good. And I'm excited. So really, other than that, that's that's about all the news I got. I know we talked about some in our previous episode, not too much, but, um, but yeah, we're going to talk Mandalorian and star Wars and all that fun stuff. Oh man. And George, you're pretty, see, I thought, you know, we had this discussion yes, uh, last night and I, I almost wish I recorded it. Uh, I thought I knew a lot about Star Wars. Then I met you. And I feel like, you know, I've I've uh, basically read children's books while you have read, like, the dictionary of Star Wars. <laughs> That's the that... equivalent that I, I got going between the two of us. Because literally my, my realm... Of Star Wars was, you know, the movies, uh, the wonderful like Christmas special. I don't know if you ever if you ever got to see that one. I don't know. I would have to look. Oh. There's some things I definitely don't know about. That's why I'm not like the master of of all. So I just I've seen all the movies. You know, I watched all the animated series. Uh, see, but that that that's where you got me. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't watched them all. And I also haven't played the KOTOR series, so I know nothing about the Old Republic. Oh, gotcha. See, so I read the books on KOTOR. Or not just KOTOR, like the Revan books and some of the uh-huh. Old Republic books. Even though, like, there's always the whole canon legends thing, right? Like, but for the most part, the ca- if it's considered canon now, like, I've read all through that. And then yeah. um, I beat the first KOTOR. The second one I never played, but like I told you, I just watched the whole video on the whole dialogue from the game learning how it works um and yeah i have like 15 16 17 audiobooks under my belt from star wars so yeah, yeah. I just... I've, 
Love it. I've I've uh, read one book out of it all. That's it. And all I can remember about the book was it's almost like the premise of the new uh, Star Wars game where uh, it ends up, uh, well, this happens, this happens after Return of the Jedi, if I remember right. Okay. And um, he's an adult that is finally realizing he has force powers and you know kind of like how luke was where he was older fighting out and people end up coming after him and stuff like that and he has to find luke and so uh but oh my gosh that was that was almost when i was a teenager yeah and some of the legends books that aren't really considered kind of really good too like so i read I kind of stick to canon just because, you know, you read the legend and it's so good. And then you get on this like, man, if we could only use this. So to avoid like, yeah, you know, going into those, because some of the legends books are just really good. They're just really, you know, well-written and just fun. Like, I know we're going to go into Mandalorian, but like just from the beginning, right. You read like the KOTOR books and then you read like Darth Bane, like the rule of two. And then, Mm-hmm. over Darth Plagueis and with that book you learn a lot about Palpatine you know even though it's yeah. a Darth Plagueis book it's really learning about Palpatine and how he became who he was and then you read the book with, like with Obi-Wan and, and Kenobi and, you know Master and Apprentice and you really you know basically a lot of the books should really give you way more detail and in-depth like knowledge of the things we already know we know Obi-Wan and Anakin or Obi-Wan and um, Qui-Gon Jinn kind of butt- butted heads yeah, because Qui-Gon yeah. Jinn wasn't by the book, and Obi-Wan no. kind of was by the book. Um, but you get to see they basically they go to do a mission, and through this mission, you get to see a lot of you know like the where each one how they butt heads, but how ultimately right they have a lot of respect for each other. Same thing with Obi-Wan, Anakin. Some of the books you see like their relationship, how they butt heads, but right you know, they love each other and stuff. So it's like it's all those books are great, and then even some of the ones that kind of fill in the gaps, like the um aftermath series that's kind of after um the empire goes down and leia you know is like with the senate and they're trying to get all that back going the corruption going on how the first order comes out of that so it's man it's just it's awesome and you really get to learn about and then to me my favorite i don't i don't really like you know me i don't like using the word best because best is very yeah each his own my favorite is definitely the grand admiral grand admiral thrawn book the first one the whole series is good. I would definitely put it in one, three, two order. I think one was the best. Third, the third one was really good. Second one was good. It wasn't like my favorite, but it was good. Right. Um, but those were really good. And then the Legends version of the Thrawn little trilogy was really good too. A lot of Han and Luke, and but it doesn't go with canon because in canon, and I mean I don't want to spoil it, but in canon we kind of don't know how his end, the ending to his life. We we'll just leave it at that according to the rebel series but in the book you know he's alive through the whole luke and leia so he knows who they are so it's it's a yeah it's different yeah i mean but the character himself in, in both of them is just an awesome character very cool. military and super intelligent now okay quick question and this is definitely a heated topic would you you know we just we just you know we have seven through nine now, episode seven through nine. Mm-hmm. They were not 
George Lucas's vision? No. Would you have preferred to have Lucas's vision or because, you know, it, it's, he, he's put it out there what he would have had seven, eight, and nine, you know, Luke going to, um, oh, I can't remember the planet now, but he, you know, he ends up going to a planet and he starts training up new Jedi when a new Sith, you know, comes, you know, eventually destroys the temple and Luke has to, you know, basically finish the job, you know, gotcha. supposedly that was seven, eight, and nine, um, you know, but you know, instead we got Ray, Finn, you know, and and you know, kind of go going almost the almost the 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 core of it is still there with uh, Kylo Ren. You know, he just ends up destroying, you know, the the Jedi Temple and killing everybody. But um, well, what? Well, are are you happy with seven, eight, and nine, or would you have rather had Lucas's vision? I'm gonna even be more controversial than that. I don't, I don't care for the movies all that much. Period. I really feel like the animated series is the way to go. Like that. So that alone, I know, gets people like, Ooh. "Why are you crazy?" So, but I will say this: that I don't hate them in any way, shape, or form. But of of course. George Lucas likes the rep- a little of the repetitiveness, right? Of like the good versus evil, but he likes that's part of what makes Star Wars Star Wars the the balance thing. And I feel like they just could have been done a little bit better. Force Awakens wasn't terrible. I think they established something, and you know I'm not gonna jump on the hate the last um, the last Jedi one, but it just wasn't. I get what they did. Try to do something different. It just didn't work. That's the way I see it. They tried something. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. Instead of bashing it. I just kind of just let it be. It is what it is. Maybe they'll start a, if they do a new series, it was just a dream a kid was having and none of that really happened and we move on. I don't know how they could like just retcon that, but. You know, this is how, this is how I look at it. We had episodes one through three who focused on Anakin. Yep. Okay. We had four through six, which focused on Luke. So at least to me, if we did go George Lucas's route, we would have been focusing on Luke again for seven, eight, and nine. I think the way I'm not saying it's the correct way. I, I really would like to have seen Luke in his prime, you know, using the force. And we really only got to see that like a very like probably five minutes worth total, you know, it would have been cool if it was focused on Luke, but with a, an apprentice the whole time. Right. So, so but a, it would have been Luke again, but a passing of the torch, and then that apprentice could have maybe, you know, keep that kind of... Because the first movie was Qui-Gon Jinn, Obi-Wan, and a little bit of Anakin, because he was young. The second yeah. one focused more on Anakin, but there's a lot that happens. You see with Obi-Wan, you know, like when he's fighting, you know, so you get to, like, see a little bit of Master and Apprentice and, and all of them. So that yeah. probably would have been the only route. But I see what you're saying, too. Like, they always have the one main yeah. like, good person that needs to come up from the bottom and 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 i as much as people hated it i kind of liked the fact that ray was a descendant of palpatine and you know i i think that's what made at least the trilogy that trilogy to me complete and in a and way he gave us some substance needed that was needed. right 
and you know and then it ends up you know she was she was all worried about being a palpatine in that ninth one but she wanted to be a skywalker so bad and yeah. for luke and leia you know in a, basically in the end accepting her as a skywalker you know i thought was you know a, a to me at least a good way to finish that trilogy to make that trilogy make sense with the pattern of how it went yeah um but i like i said i would have loved to have seen luke you know in his prime and i think that's where a lot of it is because the some of the books really make luke like luke becomes legit mm-hmm. and all, some of a lot of it is legends right but luke is pretty cool so it, it's just the way they did him was i don't some people just can't get over nostalgia and i get that like i'm not in that camp yeah. but i really think they did drop the ball on at least in that first movie just having one scene with all of them alive you know carrie fisher and you know um mark ham all of them you know um billy d all of them yeah. together you know like what's his name that plays harrison ford just mm-hmm. even if it was one scene i think if they would have done that in the original movie, all the heat would have been like reduced by half just because yeah. that would have hit everybody in the fields for the nostalgia and they still introduce a whole new set of characters we're going to focus on. Yeah. Um. So I just, I think that's where a lot of the ball dropped. I think they went too, too ham on the, we're going to do it new and it is what it is versus trying to be like, let's do it new, but let's like a transition. You like help transition because the old heads were the minds that kept this popular yeah. So you have to give, you do have to give those that like the nostalgia some type of love. Yeah. Like, hey, they're the ones that kept it popular long enough for this to be able to keep making you money. So like, but transition is slowly. I felt like it was just kind of just, I don't know, it was just done kind of poorly. And yeah. that, that, that number eight, even like I, I didn't hate it like everybody else did. I, I enjoyed it for what it was, but definitely not my favorite as far as story. Yeah. And how it fits. Not, not the, the, the only thing I liked are, I, I enjoyed eight. Don't get me wrong. Um, but what I really liked and a lot of people hated was, uh, An- or not Anakin, uh, Luke at the end when he goes up against Kylo Ren. Yeah, that was dope. And, you know, people didn't like that because, you know, he ends up passing. But the thing is, it shows us how strong he was with the force. And people exactly. don't realize that he's projecting himself god knows how far away onto another planet yep and And is able to physically fight like it's not just like some hologram (laughs) i i mean i like i said i would have loved to have seen luke in his prime being able to fight but you know with the luke that we got he did he was done fighting and in a way he proved that he didn't need to fight kylo ren yeah you know and I, that that's that's the one thing I, out of eight that you know I came away with. You know what? That is cool. Yeah. No. And that, and again, I I enjoyed it. I I went to the movies to see it, and it me and my dad liked it. You know, and we both agree because my dad likes a lot of the books too. I got him into the audio books. Uh-huh. And now that he's doing truck driving, you know, definitely he helps kill a lot of hours oh, listening yeah. to the books. So, and we play that Star Wars game. So there's a lot of characters that we learn just from the game that are minor characters, but you're like, look them up. Like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? And you look them up. So you learn more about characters, even just through the game. Yeah. Um, but 
like I said, I don't hate the movies. I personally, and again, another controversial thing, and uh, but I'm not scared. Is out from all the movies, I think Rogue One's the best. From every single Star Wars, like live action or real, whatever you know, use is my favorite. Rogue One Ro- is Rogue the best. One was legit. Uh, that I was surprised, especially when I heard you know, all the trouble that they had in the reshoots. But yeah. yeah. No, Rogue One was awesome, and then, um, of course, like Empire Strikes Back, just a classic. Like you know that that from all the originals, I just they're all good, but definitely love that movie. So I'm never gonna really rank them in order because I still don't really think that none of them. The animated series, on the other hand, I definitely enjoyed. Yeah, <laughs> the new art they're using for this Resistance one's not my favorite, but it's not terrible. You know, getting used to Clone Wars wasn't that great either. The weird beard that obi-wan had but you got used yeah. to after a while like but it was just well done you really got to learn about different smaller characters and how important they were and some of the different jedi and different jedi in the council and yeah you know like bears offy and these different characters and how they turn it's just a really cool show and rebels i know rebels was like kind of mixed feelings about it i genuinely loved it too I, I liked what I've watched. Yeah, um, it was diff. It was different, but not different enough where you were like, "Oh my god, they're taking it." No, I enjoyed it. Yeah, and the characters. That's where Thrawn came out. Uh, Ezra's an awesome character. Kanan's an awesome Jedi. That whole squad was cool. Um, so I genuinely enjoyed those. Well, it looks like we can talk about this for like good couple hours, but let's uh go to the Mando. Yeah, let's let's hit Mandalorian. Let's um, do it. That I I knew it was gonna be good. I, I knew it I was, gonna be, it was gonna be good. See, I didn't walk in with that. I walked really? in going, I walked in going, this is gonna be something, and I'm just gonna watch it for what it is. And I because I'm I'm just so used to the the fandom and everything Star Wars done, yeah. going wrong. And and th- but not just get not to hate just on the fans, right? Because Disney's also shot themselves in the foot too. It's not just the fans' fault. Yeah. But some tend to be a little, you know, feel a little privileged, I guess, or, or whatever. So it's both sides. Yeah. But I was like, I'm not, ex- I'm not gonna have any expectations. I'm gonna give it a shot. It looks cool. <laughs> I saw that cut little trailer. It looked cool. I love the Mandalorians. I love like their whole concept of being warriors. Uh, yeah. You know, and and how they were in the old Republic, and they were just badass. There's no other way to put it. You know, Mandalorians are badass. So I, I'm like, we'll give it a shot, and it turned out to be fantastic. And I mean, and they hit it with that the child. I mean, that was the that's the marketing tool of all tools for them. They they knew what they were doing. Oh and my god! They've made so much money. I think I was like like I told you the highest selling Funko Pop. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and of course they're coming out with more in like every single position of impossible. I that called it. Me. I called it. Remember I told you this? Yes, you did. I'm yes, like, you are did. They're gonna have him eating a frog, sipping from the cup. I'm like, all they're gonna need oh. next is put him in the ship, touching the button. Oh my gosh, heck yeah! <laughs> I would love for that one. That and happen. that's gonna be probably one of the bigger ones. Like I, I'm calling <sighs> it, just because that one's so cute. Yeah, they knew what they were doing. Yeah, now, they have him smiling, and then they have him like mad faced, and yes. then him just holding out his hand. I'm like, and of course I'm over here like, man, that's so stupid. You're paying for the same thing, and I bought them all. So yeah, it's like. I want to get them all, but I think the only one I'm going to get is him with the cup. Because uh, I just, I love cute. that. I love that. It's the new sip tea. But I did get the 10-inch one as well. That one I definitely wanted. Which 10-inch? Like the Baby Yoda, that they came out with the big one. I, I It hasn't come out yet, but it was available for pre-order. Oh, um, yeah, I got that one on pre-order too. Yeah. 
Um, that one's going to be cool just because it's going to be kind of like his actual size. Yeah. I'm going to put him and my uh, Kylo Ren together. <laughs> but yeah, no, Mando, you know, the child, bringing in the child, the the characters were all developed great. You know, you can actually get behind each one, you know, and I feel like it was cool because it wasn't like, it wasn't deep, deep, but still good enough to get you involved in the story. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like all action either, because sometimes it would be all action. It's like, oh, this is really cool shooting, but this story made kind of no sense. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like that. It was a good balance of both of it, and I think a lot of it was the multiple directors. I think that really allowed different visions to show, and it was a good trial run because now you see which directors work best and how what mm-hmm. kind of scenes they do best. If you need a drama scene, maybe this director. If you need a more action scene, yeah. But I think they did fantastic. It was just I- a good show all the way through. I, I, I think I told you um, when it came out, I, I didn't watch it right away because sometimes when I watch stuff, I kind of wait sometimes like a couple weeks and watch like a couple of them, you know, in a row. Yeah. Um, so I was going to do that with Mandalorian and I told my mom about it and she was like, Oh, okay. And didn't know if she would watch it or not. Well, later that night, she she was like so uh is uh that yoda in the end i was like oh no what are you talking about she's like the mandalorian i'm like i haven't watched it yet and she's like well is is there's some kind of baby looking yoda at the end of it i'm like oh no the end of it was ruined for me and bro that's probably the biggest hit in that whole show yeah like i mean i'm you still got a good surprise from it because you're like what but uh they she did kind of take that from you a little bit yeah because when i seen that i was like what (laughs) like yeah that's for sure yeah she, she she yeah yeah, I still haven't let her live that down. I was like, you're just as bad as Brooklyn now. Oh, man. That's why I watched it because I'm like, at least the first one I have to watch as soon as possible because I have too many friends that ruin it on Facebook. Just people ruining it on Facebook. See, I usually that is the same with me, but I've been able to get away from it because um, especially when Walking Dead was you know at its prime you know my facebook would be just covered yeah with with it and so that was a show i ended up having to watch every week and and i just got used to it but i thought at least with this you know i know that was big hype but you know i thought oh i should be fine but it ends up it was in my own camp that ended up telling me about the child and that's uh yeah yeah no that's they did a it's just a good show like yeah. it was a really the way it ended was cool too and then bringing back the that dark saber i forgot if that's the exact name but that was really cool because that really applies to the mandalorian and that's why i think maybe the rumors of sabine are coming because technically that belonged to her because oh, it's, really? a, it, it's a mandalorian lightsaber basically it was from a, a, a jedi from a I'd be lying if I know the full story because it's a something I didn't dive into too much. But I think it was belonged to a Jedi that was a man, you know, Mandalorian race, but was uh-huh. a Jedi or, um, but he, so Kanan 
taught Sabine how to use it in in Rebels. So really, yeah. So it's gonna be cool to see the you know that lightsaber that that guy used to get out the ship at the end. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be cool how like because Darth Maul had that for a while too. So you know, there's a lot of characters they can bring back. I I don't I'm okay with them bringing back characters as long as they do it correctly, and it's not just for like you know because it's gonna sell. Like it, don't don't bring back something as you can't justify in the lore. Like right. Bubba Fett makes sense. We don't really know if he actually died with when he got sucked up down there. It didn't really show. Maybe yeah. he somehow survived it. Wouldn't so I'm okay with that. Ahsoka, as much as I'm worried they're gonna mess it up, I'm okay. Let's just let's hope they just do it right. But hopefully it's more patching tor- you know, passing torches than it is like you know, because Ahsoka was very, you know, the focus on this last season of the Clone Wars. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so I, I know people can get fed up if they just overdo it and I hope they don't. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I haven't been paying too much attention to um the animated series ones i really want to finish uh uh rebels because i did start that i really liked it i have to remember where i was um but which shouldn't be too too hard but um the 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 one character i don't really know about and i got like two things going in my head and i'm trying to pick which one i really want to tackle first but <laughs> Uh, Bo Katan cries. Um, supposedly Katie Sackoff voices her, and she's gonna be in the Mandalorian as this character. Sabine? No, this no, this isn't Sabine. So not Ahsoka. Not Sabine. It, it's Bo Katan cries. Um, let me look it up. Here, right let here. me. I can share the the one thing that I actually love about doing it this way is we can share the screen and I can share my iPad just like this. So there's the title Star Wars Mandalorian season two cast Katie Sackoff as Bo-Katan cries. Was she the one that helped him with the armor? No, no, that's someone different. Um, so supposedly she's been in Clone Wars oh, and Rebels. No. Yeah, no, no, I know exactly who she. That's what I. That's what I, I was thinking, but I wasn't sure. She's the sister of the other. Uh, she was. Let me let me backtrack. There was a somebody I forgot her name, but she was in charge. She was like over the Mandalorian, like the race. Okay. And her and Obi Wan kind of had like a little thing, a little bit like love for each other but obi-wan you know we try to keep it professional but she was a pacifist and this is her sister who was also a mandalorian and she was more like you know we need to like attack if someone messes with us type right she was she was at the end now uh she and she was at the end of the of seasons uh this last season of uh clone wars so it's gonna be cool to see her now her she's another one that can definitely be alive still um i mean it says here um Star Wars Rebels ended with Mandalorian Rebel uh, Sabine giving the iconic Darksaber to her. Maybe, or, yeah. Or did I just spoil something for you? No, no. I think if I don't remember the ending like that because it was that, I don't think that was the very last episode, but maybe it was because Sabine I think helps her get her get you know get her people back or because it was like you know some Death Watch or something like that was. 
there was two, I don't know, it was two different for for Clone Wars. It was like Death Watch was like trying to go against the pacifists now that the Mandalorians became. Uh-huh. And then there was another group in Rebels that was trying to get at them too. They had like a little war. Um, I think it was like Gar Saxon was like the one trying to lead like a rebellion or something like that. Right. So I mean, this is more just more of the animated series, you know, coming in the Mandalorian. No, and it's it's awesome. And I think a lot of it has to do with, you know. Our boy David, what is it, Filoni or Filoni, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I I love this. I, I really do. Um, I honestly think I would rather have TV shows focused around Star Wars than movies. I agree. Way more time for character development. And I think they should keep them short and sweet. I'd rather have Mando be three seasons and be done than for them to Game of Thrones it or Dexter it. Right. I always call it. Yeah, and I love Dexter, and I just I couldn't after like a couple seasons. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, with with Dexter, um, yeah, it it you can only be a in a way a vigilante killer for, for how you know, yeah. It, so like that that con, I'd, I'd rather that not happen to it. Do Mando two three seasons? Do do Obi one two three seasons? If you don't need seven then don't use seven do it's better to have two or three really good seasons that you're like yo i enjoyed it yeah then like oh man it just ended terrible like don't do that i and mean there's so many characters Django fett boba fett um more about the huts if you care about that more about uh some of the bounties of different bounty hunters more focus on the nice sisters like in the size ventress um the doku book was really good so count doku like more of his story like even just bringing the books to life some of the yeah. books that they have, bro. Oh man. But I would love to see animated. Have you ever seen like that old Republic like cutscenes that they have? No, I don't think so. I, let me see if I can pull this up here. Um, I mean one one thing Disney is very good at, I will say, is keeping things, you know, to three to four seasons. I mean, if you look at all of their like live action like kids stuff. It maxed out at three seasons. It uh, it it has the Netflix formula, you know. <laughs> I just think is unless you can really justify it being longer, you, there's no need. Yeah, and you know it's. I I think this is different because at least I hope it's different because they're putting all this on a streaming service. You know, I really hope it's different. Um, but I'm I'm with you. I. I hope we don't get Mandalorian fatigue. Because, I mean, already a, a season three is greenlit. This is from the Old Republic game. Like, all the different cutscenes. Dang. Bro, and just, like, this is what... I, when I see Star Wars, like, this is what I want to see. Like, you'll see right here. Bang, bang. Yeah, that that's looking pretty good. Wait till like, keep... the, it's like the real fighting comes in. I just can't. This thing is in my way. Yeah, I keep forgetting. We also are a podcast, so I gotta. Someone's gotta keep talking. In oh no, way. you're very, you're very true. But you're like we're we're watching this and we're all silent, like. But you you see what I'm talking about? Like the things you can do. You oh know? yeah, and, I, and I'm not saying you shouldn't maybe keep doing movies, but like. When it comes to like the lightsaber and those that like some, the more magical part maybe of it, however you want to call it, 
you can do more stuff like this and like it's just like the the fighting in these scenes it's just like and you're not limited by you know like what you can do with reality you can really bend the rules like it's just so well done like every time i see this i'm like yo this is like a movie and these are all cutscenes from a game yeah so this is what i'm saying like you know let me stop sharing here so we're not distracted but that's basically what like what i want to see more that see yeah i i 100 percent agree because you know there's only so much we could do with movies and cgi you know one exactly. one of one of the best examples that i can think of right now is matrix reloaded which is my poster right there and um when neo ends up fighting the 100 smiths yeah you know at, at first they're using practical stuff you know pe- people that kind of look like agent smith or you know they you know either have like a green screen or something on their face so they can you know put the face on but it's when you get almost to the end where neo starts doing some crazy stuff is you know then the cgi comes in and you know that looks dated yeah you know um but with stuff like that i think it takes a lot longer for it to look dated it's like if you compare toy story 4 to toy story 1 yeah, there's not much. The, I mean, for the most part, it's pretty close. You can tell Toy, Toy Story 1 is Toy Story 1. Oh, for sure. Yeah, older, um, older art, you know, less. Yeah, for sure. Different, right. Um, different quality. Right. Uh, but, you know, look, but look how long it's taken for that to, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, somewhat age. Exactly. Um, another one. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw it was, I think it's called, uh, they did a Final Fantasy VII, I think it's called Advent Children. Um, they did a movie after the, or I, I don't know, I can't really explain it, but um, it has to do with Final Fantasy VII. It's been way too long for me to think of the plot. All I know is Sephiroth is back. Um, don't know how, but he's back. And, um, but if you go back and watch that, that still looks like it. I mean, uh, Square, who, no, yeah, it was Squaresoft who originally, before the merger of Square and Enix, um, you know, their cutscenes were incredible. Gotcha. You know, and especially in Final Fantasy VIII, I mean, they were just that. And then you get the 10 but you know they were doing movies that way and they were incredible looking yeah and i don't think they've aged at all i think they just still look as good as they do and you know anything today and i think the mando with shows like mando you can get away with the live action because it's not so much like force powers and the lightsaber i think when you get to the lightsabers and the more jedi stuff that's maybe when animate is better because they can do more cool yeah. flips and you know things like that and some that I, from what i understand there's some star wars people that don't like the new exaggerated powers like they like the limit and i get that too and then there's some like me who are kind of like i don't know i kind of like i don't know, like a, a maybe maybe spinoffs or something where it's like i don't know there's like so much they could even do like what if like the whole marvel what if thing we uh, talked about a long time ago yeah like what if obi-wan can what if qui didn't die and 
Anakin would have had that father figure, right? Or what if Obi-Wan did this? Or what if Obi-Wan died when, you know, they were fighting whatever, like just different what, scenarios. They could even do that. What if we got George Lucas's seven, eight, and nine? No, I think that dude's done. <laughs> but if he, if we can get, you know, David, whatever his name or Dave or whatever his name is to, to really take it over, man, it'd be, it'd be fantastic. Cause he, he has a good vision and he knows that he genuinely loves the, what he's doing. I think that's what makes his stuff great. He loves star Wars. Like, yeah. And I want to see more stuff like rogue one with like, um, like Chiru Inway. Mm-hmm. With like, there, I would like to see force like that, where it's not just Jedi and 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 I think that's I, I'm almost, I'm almost cool with the whole kind of getting rid of the concept of Jedi and Sith and maybe going with something different, like with I don't know, like just something different, you know, other no, people I, that can use the force in different ways. I agree, you know? and the you know the one thing that I'm going to like with these newer Star Wars movies coming out, it's like they have a they have a clean slate. There, there, there's, you know, there's a, a structure to the Star Wars universe, especially now that a lot of things are canon that necessarily were more in question if they were canon or not. Yeah. Um, but, you know, bringing in um, the Old Republic is now canon, you know, it, it's, it's so they can make so much dude. Between just Revan's story, Darth Bane, Malik, Bastila, um, then one of their descendants, like Bastila, they had a they had a son, mm-hmm. or no, it was like one of one of Bastila's descendants. It was also a Sean, like Bastila Sean's last name. Uh-huh. One of her descendants had like a baby with a general, and he was also like there's a book about him. Um, so that bloodline, just Revan's bloodline, like there's just so much they can do, man. And yeah. Revan had a son, and he he had no force powers, <clears throat> so he ended up being a politician. So it's so much they can do, man. And then even like the characters from Joe Lee, uh, uh, what's the other one from Kotor? Uh, like HK forty seven and T three M four. What's the other dude? Kenders Ordo. He's a Mandalorian. His whole story is cool, but within itself. So that's just so much they can do, man. You know, I was just thinking it would be okay. This this is a really a dork side on my part. Okay. I think it would be cool if we had a Star Wars law and order. I mean, I can kind of see that, I guess, maybe. I don't know. I, you know, I, you know, law and order. Because they they are they have to have some kind of police and no they do law, they, they, you know yeah they do they have a court system you know set they set do. it up in the old republic and <laughs> let's have a law and order maybe, Star Wars I don't know edition. maybe Star Wars becomes such a big universe that we have shows like that Law and Order Star Wars and you know CSI Star Wars <laughs> Full House Star Wars Full House yeah Full House Star Wars like. <laughs> Real, real real world the real world star wars like have these uh was uh oh, what six was species it? meet and live in one house <laughs> you have like bring back fear factor but it's fear factor star wars you know jackass star wars how who can handle being choked by Darth Vader the longest wins and jackass? <laughs> I'm gonna steal Darth Vader's Tie Fighter and see how far I can get. 
<laughs> yeah. no, th- there's so much they can do, man. And again, Mando was great. I'm looking forward to it. I just really hope they keep it to the same thing they did and don't try too hard to uh, please, you know, please everybody keep the yeah. season short, keep them, you know, concise. Don't drag it on. They'll make it more than it needs to be, but so far so good. So I'm okay with Sabine coming in. I would love to see like Grand Animal Thrawn, something come out of his story. Cause he's just fantastic. They can do so. His, I've wished his whole book, they can do a trilogy off the books because yeah. it's a trilogy set. Bro, that alone, like that could be a Harry Potter spinoff type thing, like just its own thing. He's so awesome. Like his whole story and Eli Vanto, like his little like uh, trainee that he has is attached uh-huh. to him and their whole story and their dynamic, just the whole thing is just awesome. Um, and then the second book's like him and Vader and their dynamic working together. And that's really interesting because like he kind of knows he's Anakin, but no one really knows for sure. Right. You know, and then the last one is kind of like, they think he might be playing the empire, but he really isn't like douches by the book. Yeah. So that's how much they can do. So I would love to see the Mandos is great. Okay. Favorite episode. <sighs> to be honest, it's, it's going to sound a little cheesy, but I like that one episode in the jungle, the first one in the jungle. Oh, they where they go the against AT- that. At, at? Yeah. The ATAT. Yeah. Yeah. I, nope. I like that one because it's so, you know, on the drama side, it shows when like she wants to take off his helmet and he's kind of almost going to let her, but then he's like, no, you know, like he, it shows that he's hard, but there's, there's that softness that he's getting because of this. And then you could really go deeper and like the child's kind of bringing out the softy in him, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like showing that scene kind of show you like he's getting a little softer. So that was cool. And then the action, which was awesome, you know, training them. So it was just a good mix of both. And it, she was a Kyra dude's a great character and the person playing her is great too. Yes. Um, it reminded me of uh, a lot of the Ewok yeah. parts, you know, you know, trying to, the, you know, in a way you got to put your faith into these people, kind of like how they had to put their faith in the Ewoks, kind of like, what are they doing, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. No, that was a really cool episode for me. Which one was yours? Um, probably the heist just because it was so different from all the other episodes. Was that the one in the prison? Yes. Yeah. I was going to tell you that's, that was my close second. Yeah. That was a good one. I, I, it's just something so different than, yeah. You know, in a way it's been done because of, uh, you know, episode four with trying to break Leia out, but this was, this was just, it was like an ocean's, ocean you know oceans what was ocean seven um just it was just a cool heist and mando was just on it yeah yeah just when you thought he was getting play like nah (laughs) he was just always one step ahead i mean it was just so cool to see all i agree with you i didn't want to say episode one and two because or one in the last one because the last one was obviously just awesome all the way through like yeah that's that's almost like an obvious that probably the yeah. best especially with the whole him and the and the droid he hates droids and then he kind of you know had feelings with him so that was cool and he called them out like i can tell you you feel a type of way bro yeah you gotta say it so that was cool um that episode where all the all the different mandalorians came out and helped them fight that oh was cool too. yeah so yeah there's just they really did i think the only episode and i, I don't want to say it was bad it is the only one that felt like i don't know if it was needed maybe was the one the desert with that kid that he like helps him on then betrays him. It wasn't a bad episode by any means. It just felt kind of like 
what did we get? I, I thought the pacing was off. Yeah, it just opinion. felt weird. Like, and I I'm felt like, 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 are you almost... going to leave the baby? I'm like, how are you going to leave the child with this lady? Yeah. You know, so I was like, that was like, no, what are you? So that one was a little weird. Yeah, I, I felt like almost half of what was shown could have been taken out almost. Yeah, it, it was just an odd episode. It didn't yeah. do much. But, you know. Yeah. You can, I don't think everything can be perfect, but it wasn't a bad episode by any means either. It was just there. Yeah. But it was it was a good show. It definitely was a great show. Again, they knew what they, they merchandise with it. The new game I have just brought out um uh is it Kreef or something like that? The um the bounty hunter, the the guy that basically you do all the once you do your bounties, you go back to him. Oh yeah. I know you're talking uh, about. That guy they brought him into the game and he's super cool in the game and they got character doing the game. So they they they're gonna make money off this too. They did it right. <laughs> and Baby Yoda, I know that's not the right name for the child, but Baby Yoda basically is gonna be. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, I have. I know people that don't even watch Star Wars that love that thing. That that's how that's how Brooke was. Uh, she hasn't watched them all yet, but she she ended up start watching it just because of the child. Yeah. And they knew what they were doing. And then, and of course, her favorite scene is you know him you know pressing the button yep that's the cutest <laughs> scene in that whole in that whole show man i love it so you know so she she's been she's been trying to watch it but it's been hard because we've been just trying to play catch up on so much um yeah like my hero i've watched like two episodes try to catch up a little bit like i was i still want to watch joker i still need to watch end game you know <laughs> We tomorrow need though tomorrow, tomorrow i'm gonna watch one of them that's for sure well that's good at least i told my wife yeah like we're gonna watch one of them either endgame or we're gonna watch joker probably joker yeah i would yeah. i would say joker over it i really want to see that one i think it'd be good for us to talk about too i mean to me and to me endgame is it's like they're they're pleasing the fans with that one so it's a fan little fan service yeah there's there's a I, I, no, the whole movie is fan service, in my opinion, <laughs> gotcha. which to me is not wrong. I like I like Endgame, but why not than... end it with fan service, right? Like, it's, if you waited to the very right. end, I you know, I mean, we're talking twenty movies in, and you know, you want to see the good guys win, so you know, it it's a good movie. But yeah, we talking about the Joker would be. Well, I'm a you know that I go to school for mental health counseling and rehab counseling. I definitely. Want oh, you'll get that reason. Yeah, you'll you'll get a kick out of this movie then. Yeah, so I, you know, I, I heard, that's what I heard too. So oh, you'll I get want a to check it out, out for that it. reason. But yeah, no, Star Wars, man, great, and and definitely there's so much we can talk about that, and we could talk about ranking the movies one day, ranking the show, like characters. You're talking about favorite characters, so we could have so many convos with Star Wars. So we'll yeah. definitely. But yeah. Mando, Mando's great. I'm glad. I'm happy where it's going. It, they didn't already get like selected for a couple more seasons. Like officially, it, they they got up to season three. See, and I, I'm kind of glad that I heard three rather than like six or something. Because I feel like, hey, let's try to let's try to make this as good as we're gonna end it with three. And if we can yeah. extend it, great. But I mean, like I, I said, it. when it when it comes to Disney, they don't they know when to stop their shows. They really do. And I think the whole reason why they wanted to continue on, at least with the animated stuff, because I'm actually surprised, you know, Clone Wars came back. Um, I think they, they, just, they were, I think they, they were doing to. it for exactly. They, they knew to. they had to, they needed to finish it up. They wanted to complete the Star Wars 
universe, especially now they're saying that it's canon. And... They left a lot of stuff pending, and that show kind of closed a lot of gaps yeah. that was needed. There's still questions, of course, but I feel like it closed a lot of the gaps it needed. Yeah. So, I mean, as much as people complain about Disney and Star Wars, I really think it's in good hands. Um, they need. But... I feel like they needed to fail with that, the thrill, that last, the prequels or whatever they call it, sequels. Yeah. Se- sequels. Yeah. yeah, with the sequel, I, I get, I get it, but I'm, they kind of got they failed because now they're like, oh, we can't just push what we want. Yeah, and I just, I think the only thing I feel bad for was Solo getting the aftermath of Last Jedi, and that's why I did so poorly. Not because it was a bad movie, because it was not. No, I genuinely, no. And my sister in law, who doesn't even like Star Wars, like liked it. She's like, that was a pretty cool movie. I liked it. She I loved mean, Chewie. As as much as I mean, my biggest, my biggest thing or gripe about the movie is the way it's paced because I feel like it's all over the map. Oh yeah. You, you know, um and the story and the storyline is all over the map, but it's a really good story. I just I think it would have been better if if they did almost a trilogy to it and filled yeah, in agree. a lot of the gaps. Cuz there was a lot of cool characters that kind of really focused on like Enfy's Nest um, some of the other characters that were going with them during the missions. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I agree I mean, more with Kira and maybe explaining why she decided to go with Darth Maul at the end. Like, Right. I mean, it it would have been simple. You know, the, fir- the first uh, movie should have been, you know, you getting to know this different Han Solo because we were not really accustomed to this kind of Han Solo before. Yeah. I mean, even in episode four, he was still a hero, even <laughs> though he was trying to be selfish. Yeah. You know, but we never seen him just purely all about himself. And we even got a glimpse of him actually caring because of, I can't remember her name, the one uh, from Game of Thrones. Um, what's her name? I don't remember her name. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Mother. Yeah, the girl that plays Kira. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, I think up until where she ends up disappearing, I think that's where, uh, the first movie should have ended. Yeah. And then him. Explain the whole, why she went with Maul and the Black Sun, I think is the Black Sun, I think is the, the gang or whatever. He's in charge of the cartel or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Like, yeah, no, I agree. They could have done more with Mm -hmm. that too. But they also got a lot of heat because people were happy with The Last Jedi. So they boycotted, you know, and I don't know, man. Yeah. So. Um, I, I I'm with you. Uh, Solo got a bad rap. Yeah, but I, I I think Mandel's gonna be good, and I'm looking forward to to what they're gonna do in the future, man. I'm excited. Again, I'm worried about Ahsoka, but at this point, I'm like, it is what it is. I think she's gonna be in good hands. I hope so. I really I, do. I mean, it her and Captain like... Rex. I don't want those two characters ruined for me, man. Those are the two that, if you ruin for me, can definitely make me be like, nah, I might not be messing with this no more. Like that, that series, but I love those two characters. Or we'll talk about, we could do a top of favorite characters thing, you know, later too, because Thrawn is another one that's in that same. All right. Sounds good. Um, Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about, Star Wars? Um, Honestly, for now, we're good. Like I said, we'll definitely have to come up with some good topics that we could talk about, even the controversial, like, order, you know, ranking of movies and ranking of characters and stuff. I do got one more thing I want to talk about because I wanted to do this two episodes ago. Okay. Um, 
And the reason why I want to do it now, because to me, it's relatable to Star Wars and how Disney's handling it. With the Fox merger, you want to know one of the IPs that they got from the Fox merger? What? That you would not suspect? What? Dragon Ball. Like a movie or the the cartoon? The movie. The movie rights. Disney now owns the movie rights to anything Dragon Ball related. And they're going to take it and run with it. They want to make a slash Star Wars slash Marvel Universe out of the Dragon Ball series. That'd be cool. They're they're already from from what's going on they're already they're in the process of doing this live action they have said they are going to use uh asian characters so they're already trying to you know get the fans in because you know this big backlash about whitewashing which there's some i I understand both sides of it yeah you know but I also thinking this is Dragon Ball. This isn't necessarily grounded into a specific, you know, class. But so they, they've already stated that and um, they're going to adapt the first arc of the Dragon Ball Z series. So they're already jumping into Z and not Dragon Ball, which I appreciate. Okay. Um, and this and Z should uh, this arc should be. I mean, if they're saying the first arc, they're talking about the Saiyan saga, which brings Vegeta into it, which I'm excited about. But they're already talking to someone that to play Frieza, and I absolutely love this pick, which is getting me kind of excited for this, which. I'm trying to, you know, be optimistic, but I'm I'm getting past that. But they want Andy Circus to play Frieza. You know who he is? Nope. I'm about to look him up though. He is the person who does a lot of mocap for Hollywood. He played Gollum. Oh yeah, he played in Black Panther too, right? Yep. I think this is a perfect cast for Frieza, if it can happen. He's got that high voice if needed. I can see it. It's like, just for that reason right there, I am just stoked. (sighs) And I'm trying to keep my expectations down because the, the last Dragon Ball... American movie was downright horrible. Terrible, yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I wanted to bring that bring this up because uh, you know, we everybody has their you know skepticism since it's Disney, but I have all you know we've also seen what they can do with Marvel and I think with Star Wars going to be like Marvel. It's a slow start, then it'll get better and. It's just live action is different, though. I don't know, man. Maybe yeah. Dragon Ball live action. There's definitely going to be so many, like the, how, the hair is going to be weird to do, and like, so I don't know. 
Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what they do. I got to me, I think they they need to take a Death Note approach. You know, Death Note that was on Netflix. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, um, a lot of people hated it because again, the whole whitewashing thing. But he said, you know, the guy wanted to bring it over to the Western, you know, audience. And gotcha. um I I enjoyed it. They they changed it from a lot different from um the uh anime the anime, um, which I don't I don't mind. Um I I thought it was good, but they're gonna need to do some kind of approach like that. Um, in my opinion. Especially like you said with the hair and I I think Disney has their work cut out for them on this one. Gotcha. But if if I have to back any, you know, production company, I'd want Disney to have Dragon Ball. If if they're gonna I if they're going, if they're going to do this, I don't know. When you say live action, I'm already like, Ugh. I know that that's what I'm saying. I'm trying, I'm trying to be like that, but with the cast of Andy Andy Circus as Frieza, I'm like, oh, this... maybe maybe there's something there. We got to see. It's one of those things we're gonna have to wait till we see it. Yeah, just to see. But yeah, no, that's cool, man. I didn't even know that. I'm glad you you told me that. I had no clue. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they want they want um this Dragon Ball Z universe to be like the Marvel and Star Wars and all that. They wanna it allows you to get it allows people to connect with characters that aren't normally maybe the the main characters and things like that. But it allows you to really like identify with other characters. Yeah. That's yeah. that's why I enjoy it. And so I and I hope that they take a little bit of liberty in the stories as well you know yeah push the cup push some boundaries don't stick to the same stuff yeah but just but keep the essence i think as long as you keep the essence but also try something new people aren't going to be happy with whatever you do when it's new exactly just make sure you keep the essence as long as you keep the essence we'll be all right and and even describe defining essence what do you mean by essence it's even that's hard to describe but just keep what 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 you feel makes people come back to them and love this show it's and i keep bringing this up the marvel cinematic universe has its own universe yeah it it doesn't it doesn't do the same exact stories as the comics it has its own universe yep and i think disney has done disney and marvel have done very well with all that so i'm hoping with this you know dragon ball z approach they look at it like that i agree you know make it its own thing even the even the 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 anime between the comics aren't necessary or the manga you know aren't necessarily the exactly the same yeah so you know i i really hope that they you know they don't go for the money grab because it's what's popular right now i really hope it could they, hurt dragon ball a lot too they do like so they have to be careful because you know kids nowadays don't have that same level of you know they'll jump to the next show real quick <laughs> yeah exactly so and dragon and drag with dragon ball super you know being ultra popular as of you know right now over here in the west you know they they have a they have a good thing if they can use it right yeah no i agree that's interesting i didn't know that yeah yeah so disney has mando and dragon some really cool things they can run with both those things yeah i just hope they don't mess it up they they did they did drive by mando so i'm happy with that yeah that's for sure yeah and it looks like for the future of Star Wars, it's in good hands too. I'm not going to attempt to try to say the guy's name. Yeah, but. let's just hope he 
As long as he gets to keep it, man. Yeah. Takiki or I, I mean I can't say his name. Well he's gonna do a movie. He, I think he's gonna do one of the movies. He's gonna be great too. Yeah. But the guy, um let me see here. We both have loud keyboards. Oh, well, Dave Filoni, that's his name. Yeah. Him, he's as long as he's running stuff, I think it'll be fine. As long as that let let let's him run the art and creative, let somebody else run the business. Let and bro, you just have it made. Like when I mean he knows his his history. And mm-hmm. it's so interesting that he kind of started with, with the last airbender. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, that I, I think with him they'll be in good hands. I I agree. I agree. Good hands. I just need to say, and I think he he can do a great job of bringing, of being inclusive, right? Of different different everything, different people's backgrounds, but also not be, just shoved down people's throat. That's not the way to do it, you know. It's it's that's just that's, that's be more inclusive, right? We we do want to. It'd be nice to see you know more people of color with lightsabers too. But they did that. They brought out Mace Windu. Yep. Then if you you know so they they did they have done that. You just gotta do it slowly. Don't show it down people's throat. It's cool. Yeah. I don't think it was. I think it was, nobody has an issue with like Ray being cool. I think it was you guys try to make her so op from the get go, and it is hard for people to get behind that. There was yeah. no struggle for her to come up that you can get behind and, and feel it with her like Luke. Exactly. You know, training and Anakin too. Like you don't feel that struggle of like trying to be better. It's more like, okay, she's just badass, And then she trains a little bit at the end. Yeah. So I get, I get that, that annoyance. Yeah. You know? I mean, for her to go up against um, Kylo Ren, the way she did in episode seven. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. Oh my God. You come in, baby. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's seeing Jack and she thinks he's the cutest thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's so spoiled with him. That's his, he loves his daddy. Yeah. Come here, dude. And he'll say like that with him too. <laughs> no, I'm, I'll go interview. Yeah, for for those listening to the podcast, I'm I'm holding my my miniature Chihuahua, Jack. Oh, so he's adorable. <laughs> All right. Um. So this has been the Nerd and Geek Podcast. Thank you for listening, George. I'm glad you're part of this now. This, Thank you, sir. Thank you for having I, me. I highly appreciate you being my co-host. Thanks, man. I'm having a lot of fun. Good socializing for me too, man. So I'm happy. I like doing this. (laughs) Good. Um, So from George and myself, Mace, thank you for listening and stay safe out there, everyone. Be good. Take it easy.